It's time to head back to the field for the second half of our baseball doubleheader on your link to local sports, 1230 AM KHAS. Welcome back to uh, Duncan Field and Hastings, game number two of our doubleheader today involving Hastings Five Points Bank and Shelton Gibbon. Hastings winning the first ball game in six innings by the score of 11-3 as we get ready for uh, the second one here this afternoon. We'll get you the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. For Hastings here in game number two, Connor Locks will lead off. He'll be at third base. Brooks Asher will be returning to the catcher's role. He'll bat second. Dawson Eckhart will be at first base. Blaine Dreer will bat fourth. He'll be at shortstop today. Grant Schmidt will be in center field. He'll bat fifth. Vinny Schmidt, the second baseman, batting sixth. Cole Speedy will be the pitcher for Hastings. He'll bat seventh. Tyler Brekenoff will be your right fielder. He'll bat eighth. And Drake Labar will be the left fielder here in game number two. He'll bat ninth. So Hastings will go with Laux, Asher, and Eckhart. Dreer, Schmidt, and Schmidt. Speedy, Brekenoff, and Labar in the starting lineup here for game number two. For Shelton Gibbon here for the uh, second contest, Mason Clark. He'll lead off. He'll be out in right field today. Corbin Hines will be the pitcher. He'll bat second. Tanner Gideon will be the shortstop. He'll bat third. Devin Stroh will be the catcher. He'll bat fourth. Jason Andrus will be the first baseman. He'll bat fifth. Colin Niebach will be the center fielder. He'll bat sixth. Colin Dorzinski will be your third baseman. He'll bat seventh. First baseman will be Jose Murillo. He'll bat eighth, and uh, Mason Ties will be your second baseman. He'll bat ninth. In the uh, lineups for uh, Shelton Gibbon, you've got Clark, Hines, and Gideon, Stroh, Andrist, and Niebach, Dorzinski, Marillo, and Ties in the uh, starting lineup here for game number two. And the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank. Now with three locations in Hastings, 2815 Osborne Drive West, 320 South Burlington, and a 322 North St. Joe, Hastings Five Points Bank, the better bank, member FDIC. So Hastings in the first ball game here today. They knock off a Shelton Gibbon by the score of 11-3. Hastings officially with 11 runs with 10 base hits, two errors in the ball game today. Shelton Gibbon, they had three runs, two hits. They ended up uh, committing nine errors in the uh, contest here today, and uh, Hastings putting it away with six runs in the sixth inning, and Hastings wins it in six innings in the opener by the score of 11-3 as we get sent for uh, game number two. We'll switch things around. Hastings will be the visiting team here in game number two. Shelton Gibbon will be the home team, so Hastings will be at the plate first. It'll be Corbin Hines, the pitcher, for the uh, Shelton Gibbons seniors here this afternoon as they get ready for uh, game number two. Again, they're they're playing uh, just their, their first action of the summer season here this afternoon. Hastings now improving to 2-1 and one after the game one victory in the opener today. Connor Lounce will be up here for Hastings to begin uh, game number two here today. There's a bouncing ball toward third. Going to be fielded there and across the diamond. That's going to be in time. So a good start there is a bouncing ball right to Dorzinski who's playing uh, third base there for Shelton Gibbon. In game number two, Connor Laux is uh, thrown out of the play. And now Brooks Asher comes to the plate next. Asher was 0 for 4 in uh, game number one. 
Asher now in the season hitting at a, a clip of one out of 11. So he's off to a slow start. We'll see if he can get started here for a game number two as he takes his strike out of the outside corner. Nothing but one to Brooks Asher. He'll bat from the right-hand side. Righty out there throwing here for Shelton Gibbon. He pops this one up. It's going to head out to shallow center field. Coming on as a center fielder, and he can't make the catch. The wind was having some problems with it there. The, end, the winds are gusting to about 25 miles per hour. In fact, they're not gusting. It's a pretty sustained wind right now out there as the flags are outstretched out there in the center field. They're going to give uh, Brooks a base hit. As that was a tough play by the center fielder coming on, Colin Niebach. He just kept coming, kept coming, and kept coming, and couldn't come up with a baseball. Goes off of his glove, but they'll give uh, Brooks a base hit here in this one. Official scores feeling good today. Brooks Asher gets a base hit. There goes Brooks at first base as the ball is going to be hit toward the outfield. Brooks puts on the uh, brakes, and he throws it at first base. It's caught out there in right field in a double play. Brooks was going on the pitch. Dawson Eckhart pops that baby up to a right field. Is caught out there by the uh, right fielder for Shelton Gibbon, Mason Clark, who immediately gets it back to the first baseman, Jason Andress, to double up Brooks Asher, who is about three-quarters of the way to uh, second base. So Hastings goes down here in the first inning of play. No runs and a base hit, no errors, nobody left. We go to the bottom of the first with a score. Hastings nothing and Shelton Gibbon coming to bat. Working with Melanin is like being with family. You know everyone that you work with. Um, you know a little bit about them, you know about their family. It's just a natural thing. That's the strength of Morrison Cancer Center and Mary Lanning Hospital, the diversity. Because you're pulling talents from different parts of the world. We have the best doctors and nurses around, so I think that patient can have the best treatment near home. We're all interested in different things, but we complement one another. I think we make a great combination because we speak to different strengths. Cancer patients are amazing. It's very important to be there for them in these tough, tough times as their friend, as well as their doctor. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. You're listening to American Legion Baseball coverage here today on 1230 KHAS and also online at www.hastingslink.com. Your internet streaming brought to you by Hastings College. Challenge yourself, inspire greatness. Hastings does that. You can find out more at www.hastings.edu. So Hastings wins the first ball game here today, 11-3 in the six innings. As Hastings got set to go here for a game number two, Cole Spadey, a right-handed thrower, is going to be on the mound for Hastings here in the second ball game. Spadey threw uh, quite a bit last year for the Hastings Johnson Imperial Holmes Juniors baseball program, now playing up here on the seniors level. So Spadey going to get a start here for Hastings five points bank in game number four of the season. Brooks Asher will be behind the plate after playing at first base in game number one. Dawson Eckhart will be at first base here for the second contest. Vinny Schmidt will be at second. Blaine Dreer will be at shortstop. And Connor Lauchs will be at third base. Out in the outfield here, we've got Drake Labar out in left. Grant Schmidt will be in center. And 
Tyler Brinkenhoff, or Brinkenhoff will be out in right field for Hastings here in the second ball game. So Shelton Gibbon did not have a whole lot of offense in the game number one. Hastings helped him along a little bit with a couple of errors. And uh, Shelton Gibbon losing that first ball game by a score of 11-3. to And they're going to come to bat here in the bottom half of the first inning. Again, Shelton Gibbon will be the home team here in that game number two as uh, Mason Clark will come up to the plate. So Mason Clark will lead things off here for Shelton Gibbon. He's a left-handed hitter. He's playing out in right field here in the second half of the twin bill. He struck out three times in game number one. So Cole Spadey will try his luck here. And the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes here as that pitch comes in there. Again, uh, Doug Duda is standing by. He's down at the State High School Track and Field Championships. We'll have a... Uh, some more reports coming up uh, throughout the afternoon here on 1230 KHS as Clark fouls away this next pitch and the count remains at one ball and two strikes. We'll have reports uh, throughout the day. Championship Saturday. Some area athletes are doing quite well down at the State High School Track and Field Championship, so we'll let you know what's going on down there. Keep you up to date on the Nebraska-Indiana ball game. That's just uh, getting underway at Hawksfield and Lincoln. Nebraska baseball game and the Nebraska softball game down in the Columbia Regional. That's just uh, getting started here as uh, the Huskers are taking on Missouri. they got to beat the Tigers twice in order to uh, qualify and move on to the uh, Super Regionals next week. So a lot of sports activity. We'll try to keep you up to date on as we continue here with our American Legion baseball coverage on 1230 KHS. There's a bouncing ball fielded there at third base and across the diamond. It's going to be in time. Nice play there by Connor Lauchs. For Hastings, Mason Clark is retired in the play from third to first, and now Corbin Hines comes up there next. Hines is the pitcher for uh, Shelton Gibbon here in game number two. Hines in the first ball game, he was 0 for 3. As uh, he reached out in there and struck out twice. He was 0 for 3 in that one. As he comes out of the plate for the first time here in the right-hand batter's box, Spadey will go to work on him. And the next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. So it's one ball and one strike here. Corbin Hines batting for Shelton Gibbon. He'll be followed up by Tanner Gideon and then Devin Stroh if they can get something going here. In his first inning of play, there's a strike delivered up on the outside corner by Cole Spadey. So Spadey, a right-handed thrower, again, threw uh, quite a few innings last year on the juniors level. Going to try his luck now. So he moves up to the Hastings Five Points Bank Seniors team. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball, and it's now two balls and two strikes to uh, Corbett Hines. Just underway here in game number two. Hastings winning the first ball game by a score of 11-3. to Next pitch is going to be fouled away on the first base side, out of play. So the count remains at two balls and two strikes. Grant Schmidt had three hits for Hastings in the opener. Vinny Schmidt had two. Connor Lox had two hits. Hastings banging out ten as a team. That's the best performance offensive-wise for Hastings five points bank so far this season. In the three games they have played. Corbin Hines fouls away the next pitch, so it remains now three balls and two strikes. And there's a cold third strike in the outside corner. Hines strikes out. Got looking here in this uh, first inning of play. Good pitch delivered up there by Cole Speedy. And now coming up to the play is going to be Tanner Gideon. 
Gideon was the pitcher for the most part in game number one. He was 0 for 3 at the plate. Flew out to shortstop. Flew out to center field and flew out to right field in his time up there. Gold Spadey's first pitch is in there for a strike. Second one's going to be way outside for a ball. One ball and one strike now to Tanner Gideon. Stroh is in the on-deck circle. Here for a Shelton Gibbon dressed in their blue and white uniforms here this afternoon. Next pitch is swung on, hit toward third base, foul territory. That remains at one ball and two strikes, or goes to one ball and two strikes. One and two the count here to the number three guy in the batting order, Tanner Gideon. There's two men out here in the first inning of play. No score between Hastings and Shelton Gibbon this afternoon. Next pitch is a cold third strike in the outside corner. So Hines and Gideon both caught looking here in the first inning. And uh, Shelton Gibbon goes down in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We'll go to the second inning with a score. Hastings nothing and Shelton Gibbon nothing. Keep your vehicle in top running condition. Rely on the trained professional mechanics at Halloran Automotive. They'll have your car, truck, or van ready for changing driving conditions. Safe driving starts with a stop at Halloran Automotive, 2001 West 2nd Street in Hastings. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. American Legion baseball action here today on 1230 KHS. Welcome back to the Husker Power Products broadcast booth here at Duncan Field. Husker Power Products with irrigation and industrial engines, pumps, and generators. Online at huskerpowerproducts.com. So it'll be uh, Blaine Dreher, Grant Schmidt, Vinny Schmidt. Coming up here for Hastings in inning number two here today. Hastings got a base hit from Brooks Asher in the first inning of play, but he was doubled up on the uh, base pad, so Hastings sent three guys to the plate in the first inning, and now Blaine Dreher comes up there for Hastings to lead off the second inning. Dreher, he had a triple back there in the first ball game that produced a run. He also scored a couple of runs in that first contest. Reached on an air, grounded out once, and flew out once. There's a ball hit in the gap in left center field. It is picked up out there by the center fielder around the bag at first, and he'll hold up right there. Dreher gets a uh, single to lead off this second inning of play. Ball retrieved out there by the center fielder, Colin Niebach. It's a back to the infield, so the first base hit here by Dreher in this second ball game. And Grant Schmidt comes to the plate next. Schmidt had a double, a single. In fact, he had two singles, scored two runs. And an RBI, now the ball gets away from uh, the catcher here, running down to second base on the play is going to be Dreher. So the first pitch to uh, Grant Schmidt gets away from the catcher, Devin Stroh, over here toward the third base dugout, and running down 
At second base easily is Blaine Dreher. So Schmidt comes to the plate here. He's perfect so far this season. He takes a whack there, and he's still perfect. He hits that one two out left field. Moving over to third base on the play is going to be Dreher. Grant Schmidt gets another base hit here for Hastings. And what a start for him. Again, he got did not play against Carney on uh, Tuesday because he was still involved with golf. He joins the team. They got in uh, late last night. Got a couple of base hits last night. The first ball game here today, Grant Schmidt was three for three, and he pounds that one to a left field. He's now four for four in the day, six for six in the season. And Schmidt is down there at first base. Blaine Dreher across the diamond at third. Vinny Schmidt coming to the plate down for Hastings. And a slow curveball takes a strike in the outside corner. Vinny's playing at second base here today. First ball game, he grounded out once. Had a single, scored a run. Had another single and fouled out to uh, the first baseman. So he picked up a couple of base hits in the opener today for Hastings. Next pitch is going to be down low for a ball. And the count is at one ball and one strike now. The pitcher for uh, Shelton Gibbon is Corbin Hines. He's the guy who played shortstop for Shelton Gibbon in the first ball game today. There's a throw over to first base. Not in time as Grant is back in there. Blaine Dreher is coming down the line. He's going to try to sneak home there. Returns back to the bag at third. So he sings with runners at the corners here. Nobody out in the second inning of play. As the next pitch comes in there, it's going to be a ball inside. Two balls in one strike. So Shelton Gibbon is the home team here in game number two. Hastings batting in the top half of the second inning. Game number two today with Hastings winning the first ball game by a score of 11-3. There's a the ball hit towards center field coming on, making the check, uh, making the catch. is going to be a knee mock, and the runner stay put at first and second base. So Vinny Schmidt flies out to center for the first out here in the second inning. And that's going to bring up a Cole Spady next. Spady did not play in game number one. Check his numbers. Spady is hitting at a clip of 270 so far this season. Actually, he's two for seven, they say. All right, two for seven. He's got a walk and a uh, run scored so far this year. There goes the runner at first base. Spady scores around the bunt and uh, no throw. But the catcher is he kind of mishandles the ball behind the plate. Grant Schmidt is in there easily with a... Uh, Stolen base down there at the second as he took off there. And the catcher, Devin Stroh. So now Speedy has a count here at the plate of one ball and no strikes. He fouls away the next pitch and it's one and one. So Hastings threatening here in the second inning of play with runners on at second and third base and only one man out. Tyler breaking off would be next for Hastings and then Drake Labar. Hastings trying to get on top of Shelton Gibbon early. There's a ball that's going to be tapped down here. It's going to be fielded. By uh, the pitcher, and they're going to say it's a fair ball or foul ball. I think that's going to be a fair ball, and yeah, he's on there with a uh, single. The rest of the infield was kind of frozen. They didn't know if that was going to be ruled a foul ball or a fair ball as he just gets a little piece of that one out in front of the plate. It goes trickling out there, and it's going to be an infield, uh, infield single there for Cole Spady. So now Hastings has got the bases loaded here in the second inning of play. One man out with uh, breaking off. Coming to the plate. Now the home plate umpire is going to go out and discuss things with the uh, base umpire to make sure he made their correct call there. And that's going to be the case. 
It's going to be a fair ball, an infield single. Given to a Cole Spady there as he just got a little piece of that. It goes trickling out there in the grassy portion of the infield. So here comes the pitch to a breaking off. That's going to be up over his head. One ball and no strikes. So Corbin Hines trying to work out of a uh, jam here in the second inning of play. There's the next pitch going to be fouled away on the first base side. One and one that counts. Now the first baseman for Shelton Gibbon, Jason Andrist, is playing in here on the edge of the infield grass. Trying to chop down the uh, run here at the plate. There's the ball hit toward uh, right field. It's going to be shallow. Coming over across the foul line, unable to get to it is the uh, right fielder over there, Mason Clark for Shelton Gibbon. Another long strike there on the breaking off. That's going to be one ball and two strikes on him. This is his first official at-bat of the season. He threw a couple of innings last night. In fact, he threw three in that 11-inning affair last night against Lincoln Pius. During his time out there, he gave up a run, five base hits, a strikeout, didn't walk anybody. And there's a called strike in the outside corner, and he strikes out. So Breakinoff is uh, caught looking there, and that's going to be the first strikeout of the ball game there by Corbin Hines. And now we're going to have a courtesy runner coming out and running at first base for the pitcher, Cole Speedy. That's going to be Kate Adler. So Adler comes out to run now at first base for the pitcher. Cole Spady will get back to the dugout. Now there's two men out here in the second inning of play. Connor Lauchs coming up to the plate next for Hastings, and he will take a strike there on the outside. Or check that. This is Drake Labar, the number nine hitter coming up there. Drake Labar takes his strike in the outside corner. Hines working quickly. Here comes the next one, and there's going to be down low for a ball. One and one the count. Labar, he was the uh, pitcher in game number one. He finished things off for Hastings after Trey Asher went the first four innings. Labar got up there at the plate. He was... Uh, 0 for 2. He was hit by a pitch. Here comes the next pitch. It's hit on the ground towards second. They field it there. They go to the second base against the force out there, and the inning is over. So he sings threatens here in this inning, but uh, can't produce anything. as against the force out on Adler at uh, second base. So the inning is over. He sings scores no runs on three base hits. No errors, and Three runners left on base. We go to the bottom of the second inning. The score, Hastings nothing and Shelton Gibbon nothing. It's time now for a report from the state track meet here on 1230 KHAS. Platte River Radio's Doug Duda is at Omaha Burke where the state track meet is being held. He'll give us an update on the local athletes and how they're doing in just a moment. State track meet reports on 1230 KHAS are sponsored in part by CPI Mr. Tire, Glenwood Telephone, JSGK Catering, Stromer Land Leveling, Bird's Pharmacy, The Hastings Tribune, Bank of Donovan, and Giltner State Bank. JSGK Catering in Giltner has catered everywhere from cornfields to wedding receptions. Give us a try at your next occasion. Call 402-849-2244. Steve and Kathy Hosier and Jack and Gail Rath wish the Giltner athletes the best of luck from JSGK Catering. 
Good old-fashioned banking can still be found at Bank of Donovan, where the bank president is close at hand. A local phone number is all you need to contact a bank decision maker, and personalized face-to-face friendly service is the norm. Nebraska-owned and locally managed financial services, serving central Nebraska uncommonly well, with locations in Donovan, Hastings, and Grand Island, and online at bankofdonovan.com. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Bank of Donovan, you'll love our brand of banking. You've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. This is Tom at Burt's Pharmacy. We've finally arrived in our new location. Look for our grand opening the week of June 6th through June 10th. We invite you to stop by any time, but especially during that week. We will have coffee and donuts all week long, mini giveaways, magnets, t-shirts. Also on Friday, we'll have a drawing for a Nebraska-Wyoming football game in September. Stop by and get registered that week for those tickets. That giveaway will be Friday evening. Burt's Pharmacy, 1021 West 14th Street, 402 462 4466. Stop by and give us a try. Back with you at State Track, keeping you up to date on what's going on with our area athletes. We're getting ready for a mini break, then we'll go into the 1,600-meter run, the Class A boys, where we have no one in the finals in the 400-meter run going on right now. In Class B, Chase Smith of Minden finished in fifth. The Seaboys 400, Hunter Fisher of St. Cecilia finished in eighth place today. The D-Boys, it was Brett Good of Giltner fourth and August Fischel of Axtell seventh. In the girls, 400-meter dash, Carney's Addison Palzer finished in sixth. So Carney now back in the lead after 10 events in Class A, 40 and a half to Millard South, 39. Millard West has 36 points on the board. In the Class B girls, 400-meter dash, Emily Standage of Aurora, 7th. J.C. Pfeiffer of Holdridge setting in 8th in the team race through 12 events. Grand Island Northwest is 4th with 34 points. Aurora sets, uh, excuse me, they're 3rd with 34 points, and Aurora is 5th with 26. The Class C girls, 400-meter dash, Lil Sheehy of Hastings St. Cecilia finished in 8th place in Class D. In the 400, Maria Ockingay of Red Cloud was 6th, and Alexa Preisler of Giltner finished in 8th. In the 100-meter dash, Class A boys, Casey Burnham of Grand Island 7th, Class B, Cooper Rogers of Holdridge 3rd, Dylan Reynolds of Broken Bow 8th, Class C, Hunter Fisher of St. Cecilia finished in 3rd, and in the D boys, 100-meter dash final, Braden Gomez of Axtell pulled his hamstring yesterday and just walked it out, trotted it out to the eighth-place finish here today. Taking a look at some uh, results from the field events, the girls' Class A triple jump. Grand Island brings home our next state champion in McKenzie Puckett, 39 feet, one and a half inches. To bring it home, Macy Wicht of Kearney finishes in fifth. So you can add more points to Kearney, 44 and a half to Millard South, 40 after 11 events. Then we move on to the Class A boys' discus. Dylan Rutt of Hastings will finish fifth, 159-11. Andy Mason of Kearney, seventh, 153-7. Rudy Stouffer of Kearney was 11th. It took 167-1 to win it from Ben Newsom of Millard North. In the girls' high jump, Carrie Bauer of Pleasanton was among a number of young ladies that jumped five feet. It was good enough to tie for fourth 
while Olivia Tenbenzel of Arapahoe missed a medal in ninth. Mackenzie Dale of Elm Creek, Alyssa Bailey of Ansley Litchfield tied for 10th place. Braden Eckout of Amherst takes a runner-up in the Class E boys' long jump, and Nolan Baker of Arcadia Loop City was 8th in that event. Some winners and state champs from earlier today. Austin Telecki of Grand Island in the Class A boys pole vault. And for the girls, Kayla Bockel wins her second gold Northwest in the 100 hurdles. Kenzie Hubble of Blue Hill wins the Class D 100. Carrie Oswald of Aurora wins the Class B pole vault. Other champions so far today. And that's the latest from Burke. Reports from the state track meet on 1230 KHAS are brought to you in part by CPI Mr. Tire, Glenwood Telephone, JSGK Catering, Stromer's Land Leveling, Stromer Land Leveling, Bird's Pharmacy, the Hastings Tribune, Bank of Donovan, and Giltner State Bank. Throughout the meet, you'll hear reports from the state track meet on 1230 KHAS. Hi, back here at Duncan Field in Hastings. Boy, a lot going on uh, sports-wise. American Legion Baseball, we head to the third inning of play. We missed the uh, bottom of the second inning there for Shelton Gibbon, but not a whole lot of activity. Devin Stroh, he reached on an error. Sacrificed along by uh, Jason Andrist. And then uh, the final two guys of the inning, Colin Niebach and Colin Dorzinski, both struck out. So they score uh, no runs on no hits and error on Hastings. And uh, one runner left on base. We're still sitting at 0-0 zero to zero here in game number two. As we head to the top of the third inning, Hastings again the visiting team on the old scoreboard here for the second half of the twin bill here this afternoon. So we get back out there. The uh, pitcher will be Corbin Hines. We're waiting on uh, Delvin Stroh, the uh, catcher here for Shelton Gibbon, who was on the base pads there. He gets his catching equipment back on as he returns to the dish, and Hastings will have the top of the order coming up here in Connor Locks, Brooks Asher, and Dawson Eckhart. Again, doing our best to keep you up to date on the State High School Track and Field Championships down in Omaha today. It's another report coming up in about uh, an hour or so. Also keep you up to date on the Nebraska-Indiana baseball game going out at Hawksfield in Lincoln and the Nebraska softball game as they play in the, the regionals, the Columbia Regional down in uh, Columbia, Missouri today against the host Missouri Tigers. There's a high fly ball out toward uh, right field, and the ball's going to be grabbed there on the very first pitch that Connor Locke sees. He flies out to Mason Clark out in right field. And now Bricks Asher comes up there next. Asher, he had his single back there in the first inning of play. So Asher comes back up there in the third. And a slow curveball there. He's going to be in there for a strike. No balls and one strike to uh, Bricks. First ball game, he was 0 for 4, struck out once, reached on an air, grounded out once, and flew out to center field. Next pitch is going to be popped up. It's going to get out of play here on the first base side. And Asher falls behind on the count at no balls and two strikes. Here the temp sitting uh, in the lower 60s. It was 63 at game time here this afternoon. The winds are continuing to blow out of the the southeast blowing straight at the hitters here this afternoon. So the big ballpark, we've got uh, the wind blowing in on the hitters now listed at southeast at 18 miles per hour here at the Duncan Field today. Next pitch is going to be up around the eyeballs on Brooks, and the count is sitting at two balls and two strikes. Asher in the right-hand batter's box here for 
Hastings. Next pitch is swung out and missed, and Brick strikes out again. So strikeout number two in the ball game now for the pitcher for Shelton Gibbon, Corbin Hines. And Dawson Eckhart comes to the plate next. Dawson, he flew out to right field back there in inning number one. So he's 0 for 1. Actually, that turned into a double play as Asher was uh, going on the pitch and got uh, hung out to dry there as the right fielder got it back to the first baseman to record the, the double play. So this is going to be Eckhart coming to the plate here. He pops this one up, but it's going to be in foul territory. Unable to get there was the first baseman, Jason Andrist. So the count is at no balls and two strikes. If you're just joining us, Hastings won the first game today, 11-3 in six innings. Hastings put it away by scoring six runs in the sixth inning of play. Trey Asher was the winning pitcher. He went four innings today. They gave up just one run. There's a base hit to left field. Right on by the outstretched glove of the third baseman, Colin Dorzinski. Ball retrieved out there, so Dawson Eckhart gets a base hit here for Hastings. That's going to be the fifth hit of this ball game, but Hastings still uh, scoreless in this ball game. Blaine Dreer coming up there next. Dreer, he had a single back there in inning number two. So Dreer comes up there now with a two outs here in the third inning of play. This one's scheduled for seven here today. Corbin Hines works from the stretch. There's a curveball that stays up high. And the count is at one ball and no strikes. Shelton Gibbon playing without uh, four of the regular starters, they tell us. Two of them are involved with the uh, state track meet down in Omaha. The other two are going to be playing uh, golf next week. So uh, according to the rules for the NSAA, you, you can't play uh, summer baseball when you still have some uh, time left in your, your sports season. So... They're playing uh, kind of behind the eight ball here in this one. Here's the 2-0 pitch. It's going to be hit to the left side. That's going to be a stop there by the shortstop. His long throw over the first base is not in time. Now the ball gets by the first baseman, Andrist. Heading down to the bag at second base on the play is going to be Blaine Dreer. Moving over to third is going to be Dawson Eckhart. It was a nice play at shortstop by Tanner Gideon. He kind of backhands the ball there and then gets back on his feet and throws it. Over to the first base, it was uh, wide of the target. It got by Jason Andrist. And that's going to be the first error of the ball game chalked up on uh, Shelton Gibbon. They had nine in the first ball game. Eckhart ends up at third base on the play. Blaine Dreer ends up at second base, and that's going to bring up Grant Schmidt next. I want to see this guy. Grant Schmidt is on a tear to begin the uh, season. Here for Hastings, five points back. He has sit, hit safely in all of his at-bats so far. Grant Schmidt takes a look at that pitch there. And it's going to be way outside for a ball. And the count goes to two balls and one strike on Schmidt. Two for two last night. Three for three in the first ball game. And he hit a, had a base hit here in this one. In his second ball game, next pitch comes inside for a ball. That's down three balls and one strike. You gotta give him the green light here at three and one. Here comes the pitch here. It's gonna be uh, swung on. It's gonna be fouled back up over the screen out of play. So now the count is full at three balls and two strikes on Grant Schmidt. So we'll see if he can keep his streak alive here. It's safely in his first six at bats for the 2016 season. There's the ball. That's gonna be a base hit. And that's gonna be trouble. It's in the gap in left center. 
One run scores. Second one comes to the plate. And pulling up that second base with a double is going to be Grant Schmidt. Amazing. Grant Schmidt is coming out of the season just killing the baseball as he produces a couple of runs here. Grant Schmidt pulls up with a double. Two-run score, and Hastings on the board by the score of 2 to nothing. That one probably would have carried a lot further if the wind was not uh, blowing in. That was in the gap, perfectly placed out there. Now Vinny Schmidt coming up to the plate next for Hastings. That's six base hits now for Hastings' five points back in the first uh, two and two-thirds innings. Vinny Schmidt coming up to the plate next. He flew out to center field his first time up there. There's a ground ball left side, fielded by Gideon at short. His long throw over to the first base. It's going to be by the first baseman. That's going to be an error. Gets by the first baseman and running down to second base on the play is going to be Vinny Schmidt. Moving over to third base is going to be Grant Schmidt. So Vinny reaches on the air, and that's going to bring up Cole Spady next. And now they're going to give uh, they're going to give a Grant Schmidt home plate on the overthrow over there at uh, first base. So the overthrow that got away, they're going to give uh, Grant Schmidt home plate. So that makes it a three to nothing ball game as Cole Speedy will come up to the plate next. So the error results in a run there. So Cole Speedy comes to the plate. We'll take a pitch down low for a ball. One ball and no strikes. Here's the next one. It's going to be a curveball. It stays up high for a ball. So two balls and no strikes. Down to Cole Speedy, the pitcher for Hastings. Three to nothing. Hastings has got the lead over Shelton Gibbon here this afternoon. Next pitch is swung on, hit towards second, and that one hops over his glove in the center field. Around the bag at second, around the bag at third, and coming home is going to be Vinny Schmidt, and they've got him at the plate. Vinny Schmidt attempting to score, slid into home plate, and he has chopped down as the uh, throw came in there. So Cole Spitty is going to be given a base hit, but a nice throw to the plate. Vinny Schmidt is uh, chopped down here at the plate. And that is the end of the inning here for Hastings Five Points Bank. But Hastings able to score three runs here in the inning. Hastings has got the lead as we hit at the bottom of the third. It's Hastings three and Shelton Gibbon nothing. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers in Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, we're here to make insurance simple through all stages of life. Knowing your loved ones will be taken care of can give you peace of mind, and you can count on your local Farm Bureau agent to help determine the amount of life insurance that's right for you. You already trust us to help protect your valuables. Now trust us to help protect what you value most, your loved ones. Call Marty DeMuth and Hastings today to see how we make insurance simple. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Securities and Services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. 1230 KHAS. Next week, Hastings will start Cornhusker League play. Doubleheader against Columbus on Tuesday night, 5 and 7.30 scheduled starting times. We'll have the action here on 1230 KHAS. 4.45 will be the pregame show on uh, Tuesday. 
Then on Thursday, Hastings will welcome in uh, North Platte in another uh, Cornhusker League affair. That one will start at 7.30, just a single game against North Platte. We'll be on the air Thursday night at 7.15. Hastings will return to uh, North Platte to play uh, the other game on uh, June the 7th. So uh, doubleheader on Thursday. We'll have a, a single game on Thursday. As we continue our American Legion baseball coverage for the 2016 season. Hastings sitting at 2-1 and one on the year. Cole Spady back out there for Hastings. He will throw here in the bottom half of the third inning. Again, all the pitchers today basically on a pitch count as uh, determined by head coach uh, Kevin Asher. Right, Cole throw uh, 45-50 pitches here in this ball game here today. This is Jose Morello up to the plate now for Shelton Gibbon to begin the bottom half of the third. Morello is the uh, left fielder, and he swings and misses, and he strikes out three straight pitches there from Cole Spady, and Jose Morello strikes out. That's five strikeouts now in the ball game for Cole Spady. Now Mason Ties comes up to the plate next for Shelton Gibbon. Ties, he struck out once in the first ball game and also uh, walked once. He takes a whack of this one, and it's a foul ball, first base side, so no balls in one strike. So Asher, he had eight strikeouts. And then uh, Labar came on and uh, had four strikeouts. So 12 strikeouts by Shelton Gibbon in the first game. They've added five more here in the second game. So they've struck out 17 times so far in the two ball games. This being their uh, first action of the 2016 summer season. Next pitch is going to be in there for a strike, and it's one ball and two strikes. Here comes the next one, swung out of this, and he strikes out. It's like they're swinging at flies here this afternoon. Here's a Mason Clark coming up there next. Clark, he grounded out his first time up there. Clark 0 for 1 here in this ball game. In the first ball game, he struck out three times. He will bat here from the left-hand side as he works against the righty out there on the mound for Hastings. Cole Spadey, the first pitch is a ball. One ball and no strikes. Spadey's next pitch is right down the pipe there for a strike. One and one accounts. One ball, one strike here. He's the leadoff hitter in the batting order for a Shelton Gibbon. There's a swing and a miss there. One ball and two strikes now to uh, Mason Clark. There's two men out here in the inning. Hastings out on top of Shelton Gibbon in the second half of the doubleheader, three to nothing. Bouncing ball there. Dreer has got it at third base. Gets it over to first, and Shelton Gibbon goes down in order here. And inning number three. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the top of the fourth inning with a score. Hastings three, Shelton Gibbon nothing. No one buys a gift to keep. They buy a gift to give. And you know what? It is the thought that counts. At Bob Sass Flowers, we've put a lot of thought into the kinds of unique items people love to give others. As a result, gifts from Bob Sass Flowers shine through with meaning as well as unique quality. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers, and we continue to treasure our flowers, and we've added even more gifts, symbols of love for you and yours. Real people, real love. Flowers and gifts from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings.
you've made a smart choice. Glenwood meets your home and business technology needs with an array of phone, internet, direct TV, or cable packages. Whether you want to keep up with your family or your online gaming competition, we've got the speed you need. At Glenwood, all our services are backed by a tech-savvy local team of customer service professionals. Learn more online at shopglenwood.net or speak with one of our service representatives at 402-756-3131. Glenwood, now with a local Hastings office. 1230 KHAS. I bring up the data on the Nebraska sports here. Nebraska baseball leading Indiana 2 to nothing. They head to the top of the fifth inning. Jake Myers is on the mound for uh, Nebraska. He's thrown only 42 pitches through four innings. Nebraska going for the sweep over the Indiana Hoosiers. Two to nothing. They've got the lead as they enter the top of the fifth inning. And not a good start for the Nebraska softball team. The Huskers softball team trailing six to nothing to Missouri. And they're in the top of the second inning. So Missouri pounces on the Huskers early. Six runs in the first inning of play. And the Huskers find themselves in a deep, deep hole if they want to continue their season. They've got to beat Missouri twice today in order to move into the Super Regionals next week. Missouri beating Nebraska last night or yesterday by a score of 8 to nothing in six innings. And they score six runs in the first inning against Nebraska. Here in the uh, ball game here today, there's a high fly ball out toward a second base and grabbing the ball there is going to be the second baseman for Shelton Gibbon, and that's Mason Tice. That nearly fell out of his glove. He bobbles it as he secures it in his glove, and he kind of bobbles it and nearly fell out of there. Breaking off, flies out to uh, second base to begin the fourth inning. Drake Labar comes up there next. Labar reached on a fielder's choice back there in the uh, second inning of play. So he's back up there. He's the number nine hitter in the batting order here. The pitcher for Shelton Gibbon is Corbin Hines. Hastings out on top here in this ball game. Round the score of three to nothing. There's the ball. It's going to be hit toward right center field. Could be trouble, and it is. It's going to fall around the back at first, making a big turn there. It's going to be Drake Labar. So he gets aboard here for Hastings. That's going to be the seventh hit of the ball game now for Hastings in this second ball game. Now Connor Lounks coming to the plate next. So Hastings getting their offense going here against against uh, Shelton Gibbon here today. They had 10 hits in the first ball game. They've got the eighth hit officially here in this uh, second ball game. As the pitch comes in there, it's going to be up high on Lauchs, and the count is at one ball and no strikes. This doubleheader could be just what the doctor ordered as Hastings gets sent to go for the Cornhusker League next week. Get their offense going. There goes the runner at first base. The attempted bunt is unable to be uh, laid down here, but they get a stolen base anyway. Labar took off. They're trying to bunt him along, but uh, Locks misses the bunt. Takes a strike, but in there at second base anyway with a stolen base is going to be Drake Labar. One and one now at the plate here. Here's a curveball. It's going to stay up high for a ball. It's two balls and one strike. Fairly decent crowd on hand here at Duncan Field today, but well, they've been kind of quiet. Not a whole lot to cheer for here today. Hastings really dominated the, the action so far over uh, Shelton Gibbon. Next pitch is going to be down low for a ball. It's three balls and one strike. Shelton Gibbon again is a team that was the state runner-up in 2013. They won the state championship in Class C. In the 2014, there's the ball. It's going to be hit over the outstretched glove with a second baseman into a right center field. 
making a turn at third base and being held up there by the coach. There's going to be Drake Labar. So there's a single there by Connor Laux. And now Brooks Asher comes to the plate next. This is the guy we got to get going here. Brooks Asher, one of our leading hitters from a season ago. The guy headed to uh, Kansas to play baseball next year. He's off to a, a rough start here this season. He's one for two in this ball game. Asher was uh, 0 for 4 in game number one. There goes the runner at first base, and Asher hits that ball to right field. On a hit and run, it's going to fall in fair territory. One run is going to score. Here comes the second one in the plate. Asher is going to pull up at second base. He gets a double to drive home two runs. Well, just like that, that might be the thing that gets him started here. Labar comes in from third base to score for Hastings. Coming around from uh, first base to score is going to be Connor Laux. And Hastings has jumped on uh, Shelton Gibbon. Now they lead by a score of five to nothing here in this ball game. So he doubled down the line. That was uh, just fair down there for Bricks Asher. And that's going to bring up uh, Dawson Eckhart to the plate next. Eckhart had a single his last time up there. Scored in the third inning of play. Flew out to right field in inning number one. He's one for two so far in this ball game. There's a slow curveball. It's going to be in there for a strike. No balls and two strikes now on Eckhart. So Brooks Asher is aboard at second base. A two-run double here in this fourth inning of play. There's the ball hit to the right side. That's going to sneak through there for a base hit. Brooks Asher is going to be waved home. Here he comes. He's going to score. Now on his way to second base is going to be Eckhart. The throw down there is not going to be in time. And Dawson Eckhart, he drives home a run here in this uh, fourth inning of play. And Hastings has got the lead down by a score of 6 to nothing. So Hastings has scored three runs here in this uh, fourth inning of play. They scored three in the third. And now coming up there is going to be Blaine Dreer. Lane Dreer comes up there. And he takes a pitch outside for a ball here. One ball and no strikes. They've got seven to nothing on the score, but I don't think that's correct. It's uh should be six to nothing. There's a high fly ball out toward uh, right field and it's gonna curve over into uh, foul territory. 11 base hits now for Hastings here in the ballgame. And we're just in inning number four with the top of the fourth. Blaine Dreher so far today, he's got a, a single. And he's reached on an error. He's scored a run here in this uh, second half of the twin bill. Here comes the next pitch. He's going to be inside for a ball. Two balls and no strikes. So Corbin Hines struggling a little bit here in the last two innings for Shelton Gibbon. Hines' next pitch is going to be outside the ball and gets away from the catcher's stroll back to the screen and running down to third base on the play is going to be Dawson Eckhart. So Eckhart's now on at third base. Six to nothing is the score. Hastings has got the lead in the way this ball game is shaping up. It could be another early out here. Here comes Hines. He's going to deliver again. That pitch is going to be up high and it's going to be a walk. Base on balls given up here. So Hastings with runners on at first and third base. That's going to be the 
First walk of the game given up there by Corbin Hines, but Hastings swatting the ball all over the place here in this uh, second half of the doubleheader. And here comes uh, Grant Schmidt to the plate next. Grant Schmidt, he is uh, two for two so far today. We've talked about it. He's on an amazing pace here to begin uh, this season. There's a high fly ball, though, out toward left field. Murillo comes under it, and he bobbles the ball, and it falls out of his glove. It's going to be an error chalked up, and a run is going to come in to score. Dawson Eckhart comes in to score, so Grant Schmidt's going to get aboard on the air. That makes it a 7 to nothing ball game in favor of Hastings as Dawson Eckhart comes home to score. Moving down to a second base on the play is going to be Blaine Dreer. Seven to nothing. That's going to be an error chalked up on the left fielder, Jose Murillo. Now Vinny Schmidt coming to the plate next. Vinny takes a look at the fastball there. It's going to be in there for a strike. Nothing in one. So that's actually going to break the streak that Grant Schmidt had going. It's going to go down as an error on the left fielder. There's a swing and a miss there. So Grant was two for two last night. Grant was three for three in the first ball game. He hit safely in the first two at-bats here, and then he's going to be hit with an error there in the uh, fourth inning. The next pitch is going to be outside for a ball, and the count is at one ball and two strikes. Cole Spadey would be next. Seven to nothing. Hastings are the lead over Shelton Gibbon here this afternoon. There's the ball. That's going to be hit to left field. That's going to be a base hit. Here comes another run. It's going to come in and score. Around the bag is Dreer holding up at the third base. We're going to have runners at second and third. Blaine Dreer scores for Hastings. That makes it an 8 to nothing ball game. Grant Schmidt moves around to third base on the play. Vinny is on at second base. And now Cole Spadey comes up there next. 8 to nothing is a score, but it's an eight-run rule after five innings, so the game will continue at least for one more at-bat here. Cole Spadey comes up to the plate next, and there's a swing and a miss. So Hastings could get an early out here in this ball game after playing 11 innings last night as they get ready for the Cornhusker League next week. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. as now uh, one ball and one strike. Shelton Gibbon, they gave us a uh, tussle last year, but they lost a lot of players off of that team from a year ago. There's a bouncing ball to second base, fielded there. Gets it over to uh, first base. That's going to be in time. Ties gets it over to Andrus to record the out on to Cole Speedy. And now uh, coming up there is going to be uh, breaking off as Hastings is battered around here in the fourth inning of play. We have scored five runs, and Hastings has got the lead here over uh, Shelton Gibbon. As another run comes in to score on that play as Grant Schmidt comes home and uh, touches the plate. That makes it a 9 to nothing ball game. So this is going to be a breaking off at the plate next. He takes a whack there and a swing and a miss. No balls and one strike. So 10 guys have come to the plate here for Hastings in this uh, fourth inning. There's the next pitch. It's going to be in there for a strike. Nothing in two to Tyler Brankenoff. He struck out his first time up there in his second inning. Flew out to second base in the fourth. There's a high fly ball out towards center. Niebach looks up and grabs the ball, and the inning is over. So uh, Hastings, they come up with some big runs here in the fourth inning. 
They came up with six runs here in the uh, fourth inning of play. They've got the lead over uh, Shelton Gibbon as we head to inning number four, the bottom half of the fourth inning. The score, it is uh, Hastings nine, Shelton Gibbon nothing. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd in Colorado and downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Insurance plus financial services means more than insurance. They have a full line of investments plus life, health, and long-term care. Also offering both bookkeeping and tax preparation services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Back in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth here at uh, Duncan Field in Hastings. Husker Power Products with irrigation and industrial engines, pumps, and generators. Check them out online at huskerpowerproducts.com. Nine to nothing is the score. Hastings has got the lead. Shelton giving up here in the bottom half of the fourth inning of play. Corbin Hines, Tanner Gideon, Devin Stroh scheduled up here. There's the ball hit right back up through the middle, and there are six spades legs out from underneath him in there. Hard hit ball right back up through the middle as he hops away from that one on the mound. Corbin Hines gets a base hit here for Shelton Gibbons, so they get their man on here. Lead off this uh, fourth inning of play. Tanner Gideon. Tanner Gideon coming out there now for uh, Shelton Gibbon. He struck out his uh, first time up there. Back there in inning number one. Ball's going to be down low for a ball. Now a quick throw down to first base since uh, not in time. So one ball, no strikes to uh, Tanner Gideon. Hastings out on top in this ball game by a score of nine to nothing. Cole Spady remains out there for uh, Hastings five points bank. Hastings winning the first ball game, 11 to three. There goes the runner at first base, a swing and a miss, a throw down there from Asher. The tag is in time. So it's a swing and a miss here at the plate. And then uh, Corbin Hines is thrown out by Brooks Asher behind the plate. So now there's one man out here in the inning. And Gideon has a count of one ball and no strikes here at the plate. So Brooks Asher throws out a man down there at second base. Next pitch of the plate is going to be up high for a ball. And it's two balls and one strike officially. Two and one the count here to uh, Gideon. Next pitch is going to be inside for a ball, and it's three and one. So a pretty good outing for uh, Hastings getting their bats going, and that's probably, again, what the doctor ordered here. Eleven base hits here in the ball game against uh, Shelton Gibbon as they get ready to go for the Cornhusker League next week. Big ball games against Columbus Tuesday night. North Platte on uh, Thursday as this 
Next pitch is fouled away. Three balls and two strikes. Here's Spady's next pitch. It's on the way. It's going to be a called third strike. Gideon just kind of throws the bat away. He was on his way down to uh, first base. Home plate umpire rings him up. Strikeout number seven in the ball game now for uh, Cole Spady. And Devin Stroh comes up there next. Stroh is the catcher. He reached on an air his first time up there. So he's 0 for 1 so far in this ball game. There's a strike delivered up there. Say, well, this guy is, you're going to have to swing the bat if you're coming to the plate. I mean, no walks in this ball game, no free passes in this game. Next pitch is swung on. It's going to be top foul, third base side. And Stroh is behind the count now at no balls and two strikes. Sam Reimer is now into the ball game. Reimer is uh, playing at shortstop there for Hastings. Next pitch is going to be fouled away, so the count remains at no balls and two strikes. Hastings out on top by a score of nine to nothing, scoring three runs in the third and six more in the fourth inning of play. Things have grown quiet here all of a sudden at uh, Duncan Field. Home plate umpire had to go over and get a new fresh set of baseballs here. Devin Stroh digs back in on the right-hand side. The count is sitting at no balls and two strikes. Couple of men out here in the fourth inning. Next pitch by Spady is on the way. That one's hammered right to the third baseman. He makes the catch. That's Connor Lauchs. Lauchs at the hot corner there as he grabs that ball on a line out. That ends the inning here for... Shelton Gibbon, no runs, on a base hit, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the top of the fifth with a score. Well, let's see. Now they're going to say that is, well, the, is that the end of the game, or are we going to go to the fifth? <laughs> uh, nobody's taking the field. But... Uh, we shall see. I, I think we play one more inning here. Now the home plate umpire is going to come out and uh, discuss things. The head coach, yeah, they're going to take to the field. I thought it was after five. That's going to be the case. We head to the uh, top of the fifth inning. We'll take a break with the score. Hastings nine, Shelton Gibbon nothing. Are you tired of being just another number waiting in line to get your prescriptions filled? Hi, this is Scott Kirkyard, owner of Crozier Park Pharmacy in Hastings, and I would like to invite you to experience our personal service. At Crozier Park Pharmacy, we have speedy service, free mail order, and free delivery in the Hastings area. We're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturdays, 9 to 1. We are located at 405 East 14th Street by Crozier Park. For more information, call 462-4600, and I hope to have the opportunity to help you with your pharmacy needs soon. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. A certified hand specialist is available for the more delicate upper extremity injuries. Aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. A certified athletic trainer is on staff as well. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit them at ptsrhastings.com. 12:30 KHAS. American Legion baseball action here on 12:30 KHAS. Hastings out on top of Shelton Gibbon by a score of nine to nothing here in this one as we head to the fifth inning of play. And Hastings will send out 
Drake Labar, Connor Lauchs, and uh, Brooks Asher. At least that's going to be the, the scheduled hitters here. Corbin Hines, the pitcher here for uh, Shelton Gibbon. Labar, he is uh, one for two so far in this ball game. He scored a run. Had a base hit back there in the uh, fourth inning of play as he takes a whack at this one. It's going to be a swing and a miss. So we're into the fifth inning now of our uh, doubleheader this afternoon. And we got another uh, report from the State High School Track and Field Championships coming up in just a little bit from Doug Duda. We'll keep you advised on what's going on down at Omaha Brook Stadium today. The Nebraska softball team trailing big time to the Missouri Tigers. Down in the Columbia Regional in the uh, finals of that one. Huskers were trailing six to nothing after the, the first inning. The Nebraska baseball team had to lead over Indiana two to nothing as they played in the uh, fifth inning of play. Next pitch is going to be down low for a ball and the count here is going to be three balls and one strike on uh, Drake Labar. So three and one to count to Labar. He's the number nine hitter in the batting order. Corbin Hines having problems here in, in game number two for Shelton Gibbon. There's a breaking pitch there. He's going to be outside the strike zone and the base on balls given up there. That's only the uh, second walk given up there by uh, Corbin Hines in this ball game, and Hastings has really teed off on him offensively. They've got 11 base hits here in this one. Now we're going to see some uh, new folks coming to the plate here for Hastings. That's going to be Jared Foote. So Jared Foote, who threw the other night against uh, Carney as a pitcher, going to see his first at-bat for the uh, 2016 season here. As he takes a look at the pitch outside for a ball, and it's now one ball and one strike. So Jared Foote is at the plate. Nebraska now leading Indiana three to nothing. They're in the sixth inning of play down at Hawksfield in Lincoln. There goes the runner at first base, a swing and a miss at the plate. The throw down there is not going to be in time. So Labar gets a stolen base. So Nebraska going for the season-ending sweep over Indiana. The Huskers will be the uh, number two seed in the Big Ten tournament that gets underway. Next week at TD Ameritrade Park in Omaha, Minnesota, the regular season champs. Huskers with a win today, going to finish in second place in the conference. And there's a uh, called third strike on foot, and he goes down. A strikeout victim here in inning number five. That's going to be strikeout number three in the ballgame now for Corbin Hines. And coming up to the plate now for Hastings will be Bricks Asher. And it comes inside and hits him. So Asher on the first pitch is hit by a bean ball there by Corbin Hines. And now coming up there for Hastings will be Dawson Eckhart. So Hastings down with base runners on at first and second base here in the fifth inning of play. It's turned into a long afternoon here. That's a Duncan Field with Hastings comfortably ahead in both ball games. Runners taking their leads now at first and second base, respectively. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be up high for a ball. One ball and no strikes. We'll name our player of the game after this one here today. Get to the coaches' post-game show. At the conclusion of our ball game here this afternoon at Duncan Field. Next pitch is going to be up high for a ball, 2-0. On Tuesday night, it will be a doubleheader with Columbus as the Cornhusker League gets underway. 
Javier with a pregame show at 445. There'll be a doubleheader against uh, Columbus on Tuesday. Also a single game against North Platte next Thursday. That one begins at 7.30 with a pregame show at 7.15, so some more American Legion baseball coverage next week. Three balls and no strikes here to Dawson Eckhart. Next pitch is going to be in there for a strike three and one. Hastings has the potential to be a very good baseball team, I think, this year. Battling uh, Lincoln Pius last night, losing 5-4 to four in 11 innings. That pitch is going to be down low for a ball, and he walks him. That's going to be the third walk of the ball game given up by Hines. So now Asher heads down to second base in the play. Dawson Eckhart, first base. Drake Labar is on at third. Now Reimer comes up there for the first time here in this uh, second ball game. He'll bat for the first time. Uh, the number uh, four position. Reimer played at shortstop in game number one. That was one for four. He sends that one down the line at third base. That's going to be in foul territory. Inches foul. That would have produced at least two runs right there. Runners go back to their respective bags. Eckhart goes down to first. Asher is on at second base, and Drake Labar is on at third. Reimer comes back and grabs the club, takes a couple of practice swings. Nine to nothing is the score. Hastings out on top of Shelton Gibbon here this afternoon looking for the doubleheader sweep here today. There's a strike in the outside corner there. And now Reimer is behind on the count of no balls and two strikes. 0-2 the count here to uh, Reimer. Here comes the next pitch. That ball is going to be hit over the head of the second baseman in the right field. One run scores. Here comes the uh, second one to the plate and uh, getting in there safely. Not sliding on the play is uh, going to be uh, Asher, but he gets in there anyway. So a two-run single by uh, Reimer. He pokes that one to a right field, and Hastings now out on top by a score of 11 to nothing. Labar comes in easily to score. Brooks Asher comes around from second base to score. I don't know if he anticipated the throw coming in there or not, but he didn't slide, and that was a close play there as he... Just walks into a home plate. There's a hard hit ball toward left field, backing up. The left fielder is a Marillo, and he grabs the ball as a Grant Schmidt flies out to uh, left field. So the very first pitch that Grant sees there, he parks in the left field, but right at uh, Marillo. So now coming up there is going to be Vinny Schmidt. Runners are on at first and second base here. Vinny sends that one out to left field. Morello backs up, and Morello grabs the ball. So back-to-back plays by the left fielder, Jose Morello, who uh, dropped a couple of balls here today, but he goes back-to-back here and retires the Hastings side in the fifth inning of play. Hastings scores a couple of runs here in the fifth inning. Two runs, one base hit, no errors, two runners left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning with a score Hastings 11, Shelton Gibbon nothing. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. 
Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Get your beauty rest during the Memorial Day sale going on now at Furniture Direct in Hastings. Experience elegance and luxury with the new line of beauty rest platinum mattresses and get a free box spring. Add an adjustable power base to any queen set purchase for only $3.99 or more. Up to 48 month no interest financing. The Beauty Rest Memorial Day sale is going on now at Furniture Direct on South Burlington in Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. So we're going to have a uh, new pitcher here for Hastings now here in the fifth inning. Cole Spinney goes four innings today. Gives up no runs, one hit, seven strikeouts, no walks. Cole Adler is going to be your pitcher for Hastings here in this uh, fifth inning of play, likely the uh, final half of the inning here. As Hastings has got an 11 to nothing lead. There's an eight-run rule after uh, five innings in American Legion baseball. Jared Foote is going to be in the ball game now. He'll be at uh, first base for Hastings. As uh, we're going to see uh, Shelton Gibbon coming up here in the uh, fifth inning of play. Jason Andrist is going to come to the plate to lead things off. Colin Niebach will follow him, and then uh, Colin Dorzinski will follow him. We'll get you a report from the State High School Track and Field Championships coming up at our, our next break here on 1230 KHIS. This is a quick inning here for Shelton Gibbon. Andrist laid down a sacrifice earlier. In this ball game, that was back in the second inning of play. Andrus was one out of three from the plate in game number one. That was won by Hastings today by a score of 11 to three. So head coach Kevin Asher is getting his uh, entire pitching staff some work here this week. Used four pitchers last night in the long ball game against the Lincoln Pius. We saw uh, Dreer, Lauchs, Bakenhoff, and also Schmidt throw last night. Foot and Kronz through on the Tuesday against Carney. And now we're seeing uh, Trey Asher and Labar throwing the first ball game today. And now uh, Cole Speedy and Cole Adler throwing here in that game number two. So he seems going to be deep on the pitching staff here this year. As Andrus is looking at a count of two balls and two strikes here to lead off this uh, fifth inning of play. Only one base set for uh, Shelton Gibbon here in game number two. And there's a called strike and a strikeout as Andrus goes down. Strikeout number one in the ball game now for uh, Cole Adler. Coming up with the plate next is going to be Colin Nemock. Nemock, he struck out back there in inning number two. So he's 0 for 1 in this ball game. He was 0 for 3 in game number one. There's a bouncing ball towards second. Fielded there by Vinny Schmidt over the first base. That's going to be in time. And uh, Niebach is retiring the play from uh, short to first. And that's going to bring up Colin Dorzinski next. Dorzinski, he struck out back there in inning number two. Dorzinski struck out twice in the first ball game. He takes a look at the pitch there. It's going to be in there for a strike. Boy, the Hastings pitcher is throwing all kinds of strikes in this ball game today. Dorzinski waits on the next pitch. That's going to be down low for a ball. As one ball and one strike now. With a win here, Hastings would go to 3-1. and one. So, pretty good record to uh, begin the season there in the first week of the 2016 season. Bouncing ball. 
toward third base fielder there by Laux across the diamond. That's going to be in time. And the ball game is over as Hastings five points back is going to win this baby today by a score of 11 to nothing. Shelton given with only uh, one base hit here in the uh, second half of the twin bill. So Hastings will improve to three wins and one loss in this season. They win the uh, two ball games today, 11 to three and 11 to nothing. Back with a recap right after this. Comfort means something different to everyone. And Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors. Or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853 and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's now uses the new environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust at 201 East South Street in Hastings. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. 1230 KHAS. All right, Hastings wins game number two here today, 11 to nothing over Shelton Gibbon. Hastings scoring three runs in the third. They score six runs in the fourth, two more in the fifth inning of play, and they put them away early as they win in uh, five innings here in game number two, 11 to nothing. 11 runs, 12 hits, one error for Hastings. No runs, one hit, and four errors for. Uh, Shelton Gibbon, Cole Spady, the winning pitcher for Hastings. He goes four innings today, gives up no runs, one hit, seven strikeouts, no walks. Cole Adler got in there and uh, threw the last inning for uh, Hastings and uh, put Shelton Gibbon down in order. Corbin Hines going to be the losing pitcher for Shelton Gibbon. Gives up 12 hits, 11 runs, three strikeouts, two walks. Hastings got two hits in the second ball game from Brooks Asher. Two hits from Dawson Eckhart. Two hits. Or checked out uh, one hit from Blaine Dreher as uh, Reimer also picked up a hit out of that number four position. Grant Schmidt also had a couple of base hits. Cole Spady with two base hits for Hastings and the nightcap here today. So Hastings wins the uh, doubleheader, scores of 11 to 3 and 11 to nothing. Stay tuned. We got the player of the game and the coaches post game show up next. You're listening to Legion Baseball. Play-by-play of today's game has been brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters, local businesses supporting local youth and local athletics. Stay tuned. Our post-game report is up next on 1230 AM KHAS. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And And we're we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. 
We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals for every Husker and Hastings Bronco game for a pizza and beer special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Our American Legion baseball coverage continues with the player of the game. Now let's head back to the booth with KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And Hastings wins it here. Doubleheader sweep over Shelton Gibbons today. Scores of 11-3 and 11 to nothing. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHAS. And in the first ball game today, Grant Schmidt, three base hits. Vinny Schmidt had two. Connor Lox had two base hits. Starting pitcher Trey Asher threw four innings and only gave up one hit. Drake Labar came on and threw a couple of innings and gave up two runs. A couple of walks had four strikeouts in that first ball game. Second contest, again, good starting pitching as Cole Spadey went four innings today. Gave up no runs, one hit, seven strikeouts. And he had guys like uh, Brooks Asher cut loose with a couple of base hits. Dawson Eckhart had two base hits. In the nightcap, and Cole Spadey had two hits, as well as uh, Grant Schmidt. We'll come back and uh, name our player of the game right after this. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all of the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com. You will see some you like. To see those that run daily in the Hastings Tribune, call 462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Well, if it wouldn't be for this guy, you'd have to lean on the uh, starting pitchers here today. But uh, Grant Schmidt really provided the spark for Hastings Five Points Bank here today. Five for seven at the plate in the doubleheader today. Scored four runs, had three RBIs. Not a bad day uh, at work here today for uh, Grant Schmidt. So Grant Schmidt is going to be our player of the game today as Hastings wins two games over uh, Shelton Gibbon scores of 11-3. to and 11 to nothing. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Legion Baseball. You've been listening to the player of the game. Stay tuned. The coach's post game show is up next on your Hastings link to local sports. 1230 a.m. K.H.A.S. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, we're here to make insurance simple through all stages of life. Knowing your loved ones will be taken care of can give you peace of mind, and you can count on your local Farm Bureau agent to help determine the amount of life insurance that's right for you. You already trust us to help protect your valuables. Now trust us to help protect what you value most, your loved ones. Call Marty DeMuth and Hastings today to see how we make insurance simple. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Securities and Services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. Val and Joel say let's make a deal on the best top quality late model vehicles at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Cars, trucks, and vans. Selection, savings, and service at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Kirshner's is also the home of a Auto Rental. Affordable and accommodating. And if you need new tires, call Joel for the best prices. And call Bob. He's ASC certified for your mechanical needs. 
Kirshner's Auto Corner, Colorado and South Street Hastings, open Monday through Saturday mornings at 7.30 and at kirshnersautocorner.com. It's time now for the Coach's Post Game Show on 1230 KHAS. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services agent Marty DeMuth. Let's go back to the Diamond to talk with the coach. All right, back here at Duncan Field. Hastings wins uh, two games here today, 11-3 to and 11 to nothing. as Kevin Asher joins us in the postgame show. And, Coach, uh, a lot of good things there today. Uh, a pretty good afternoon for you guys. Yeah, when you come back uh, quick like that, you want to see what uh, type of approach you have. And, you know, I thought at times maybe defensively we were a little bit sloppy in the first game, but uh, uh, our pitchers did a nice job and, uh, you know, coming back, and then the offense kind of got going in the second game where we hit the ball on the line quite a bit. Yeah, we had uh, 22 base hits in the the two ball games. And I, I, that was the focus coming in. They're trying to get that thing on track before uh, next week. And, yeah, certainly the, the pitching today is not what we're going to see next week, but these guys were not bad. No doubt, no doubt. You know, and they they kicked the ball around so much. Their first pitcher, uh, you know, we faced him, and uh, I've coached that kid for about six, eight years, Tanner Gideon, great competitor. And I knew going out, you know, if they'd pick up the ball for him, you know, we were going to be in one of those games where we were going to score about three to five runs if that, you know, because Tanner's just that type of competitor. But uh, I thought, you know, with them – Booting the ball around a little bit in the first game, we had a big inning to break it open late. Uh, you know, that's what we wanted to see was more more at bats for these kids, more situations. Uh, you got to you know give Shelton Gibbon credit; they wanted to come up here, and they've got you know th- the guys we saw on the mound weren't bad. You're, you're starting pitching today. I thought, in fact, all the guys that were out there excellent today. Well, we've talked a lot about you know maybe the depth of our pitching staff, and when you can go now, we've seen 11 pitchers in four games. Uh, you know, and and that's something that you know a lot of guys can say. Well, do you have pitchers or do you have throwers or what do you have? And uh, you know, like Cole Spady and Trey Asher went out and were just very efficient. You know, 40 some pitches through four innings, and then we turned it over to other guys, and they come in and did it did their jobs. So, uh, you know, when you can go to Drake LeBar and uh, uh, Kate Adler late in a game like that or in a game where they give you that two, two solid innings, it's really important to your baseball team. Plus, uh, you know, we're going to be in a situation where we're going to have maybe a sore arm or we're going to ha- need guys going deep into the rotation. So really good outing for those guys. You, you talk about all those pitchers. People are going to say you're crazy for uh, letting those guys throw. But you get into tournaments and, and play uh, six games, maybe in a weekend, get into some trouble in some of those tournaments. You're going to need 11 pitchers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, the schedule's kind of set up to you. As you can see, uh, you know, it spreads out a little bit this week, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. But uh, that's still five baseball games that you got to go out and play. Uh, and then, you know, we're going to get into those. I think we got 24 games in 23 days in June. And and uh, a long trip up to Sioux Falls where we play uh, possibly eight games in, uh, in five days. And, you know, there's, there's your pitching staff right there. You've got to have guys that can go out five, seven, five to six innings at a time. You know, we're not going to overextend anybody for the first three weeks of the season. We're going to make sure that we keep in pitch counts and so forth like that. But our guys understand where they're at, and that's, uh, you know, a tribute to them understanding, hey, if I can come in and throw strikes, our defense will do something for us. You basically kept these guys around 45, 50 pitches this week. Do we extend those guys out maybe to 
55 next week? Yeah, I think we're going to get, uh, especially our uh, foot and crunch, they'll definitely be into that 55 to 65 range, you know, uh, next week for sure. And, you know, a lot of it depends on how their mechanics look and if they're stressed in the game, you know, or whether it's an ease deal. And uh, they may go a little more than that. You know, Jared's been throwing all spring for Doan College, so that really helps. And, and Matt Kronz has had a lot of time this spring to get his arm ready. So hopefully we can get a solid five to six, seven innings out of those guys if they if they're cruising going into the seventh, they, we'll we'll look at a complete game out of our one and two because they've got the most recovery time. Some of these guys they aren't position players, so to say, and uh, they can do their workouts a little more. Where the other guys got to go out and play center field the next game, or he's got to play first base or whatever it may be. So we've got some luxuries on our pitching staff, and uh, it'll help us down the road. Is the key to having success at the plate maybe going out for golf? <laughs> well, that's what uh, 10 or 12 other guys are sitting in the dugout going, well, spring golf next year and then having having that uh, Grant Schmidt approach. Uh, he's really hot right now, and that's what you like to see. He's He's got some of the tools. I mean, last year as a sophomore, he came up and played, and, you know, I, I think he'd admit he struggled for two-thirds of the season with his bat, and he got hot at the end of the season just because he gained through confidence. And that's what, you know, some of these guys are swinging it for the first time uh, at the Legion level at the highest level and uh you know going out for golf i don't know if i'd encourage it but i definitely know that uh you know anything works sometimes pants up pants down hat backwards in the dugout i don't know they just got to find their own comfort zone at the plate that's the biggest thing what is grant doing uh, differently what you've seen here in the, the first uh, couple of games well he, he's really just trying to hit line drives and not not trying to tear the cover off of it every time he's staying short um he's got a nice open stance and it really gives him plate he can cover the entire plate and some guys you know once they don't get that first or second hit you know to start their season they they press a little bit and then they start rolling over on stuff and they don't use the whole field but he's really done a nice job of seeing the ball out of the hand and you know if you see him work on a tee, you know that he's a thinker and he understands what a what a baseball swing should look like. And uh, right now he's getting his bat flat through the zone right for a long time. And, I mean, he could hit three or four baseballs as it's coming through. So that's really uh, what it is, is just a, a highly competitive kid turning it around from one sport to the next. Finally got some guys going. Uh, number one, uh, Brooks, he come up with a couple of base hits today. And, boy, you get Brooks and you get uh, Schmitty working. We're, we're going to be uh, tough to beat. Well, I like our lineup. Uh, you know, we're still looking for that guy at the top of the order, maybe our table setter. That's the biggest thing. We're going to keep working on our kids is trying to find a leadoff hitter. And Connor Lox has done some nice things. Kate Adler, I tried him there today. Uh, Brooks for a while. You know, we'll keep tossing that spot around quite a bit uh um but uh from two through six seven you better be ready uh once these guys start swinging the bats as, as we know they can because of the fact that they're very capable uh, you know stringing four or five hits together and i thought tonight we finally put some back-to-back hits together and we came out with a two-out hit which has totally been elusive for the first three ba- baseball games now we uh, head into the Cornhusker league uh, next week like you mentioned in the pregame show you get your first three games in the league uh, at home and that's a, a good start but you, you gotta uh, do more than just uh, play you, you gotta win those games yeah you do and columbus maybe struggled a little bit in the spring i think their pitching staff is a little thin in the spring but you you never know what the summer is, and I know they have one guy that we'll see on uh, Tuesday night who beat Bellevue West, who was rated number one in the state um, throughout the spring, most of the spring at 
at some point. So uh, we're going to see one, that guy for sure. And uh, I know they've got Miles Putnam that's coming back, and he's going to either play at Creighton, I think, next year at a position. Uh, you know, you see you see a different level of pitcher, and we know what North Platte has on Thursday. They've been uh, district champions in the juniors division here the last couple years. Um, they've uh, also just had a really nice seniors team, you know, just a dogfight. So, uh, you know, we're going to see a different level of baseball, and the intensity brings it up a little bit because of the fact that you're trying to get off to a good league start. Okay, we'll see you Tuesday night. All right, thanks for the coverage, Mike. Yep. Kevin Asher, the head man for Hastings again. Uh, Hastings wins it by the score of 11 to nothing in game number two. They uh, win the first ball game 11 to three today. So Hastings now sitting at uh, three wins and one loss in the season. They will play on Tuesday against Columbus. A doubleheader gets underway at uh, five o'clock. We'll be on the air with a pregame show at 4:45. Here on 1230 KHIS. I need to sneak in one break here. We'll uh, take a break. Be right back after this. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service, offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. So Hastings wins it. Double hunter sweep here today over uh, Shelton Gibbon, 11-3 and 11 to nothing. Second ball game uh, ends after five. The first ball game ends after six because of the eight-run rule. Back on for American Legion baseball coverage on Tuesday here on 1230 KHIS again, 445 for the pregame show. Coming up, we've got a report from the State High School Track and Field Championships down in Omaha with uh, Doug Duda. That'll wrap us up here from uh, Duncan Field today for Bailey Crow, my producer and engineer. I'm Mike Will, wishing a very pleasant good afternoon from Hastings. The Coach's Postgame Show on 1230 KHAS has been brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services agent Marty Namuth. Join us all season long for American Legion baseball coverage on your link to local sports, 1230 KHAS. American Legion baseball coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.